when you're doing something you love, you're going to be happier, right? You're going to be more creative. You're going to be more in tune and in the flow with yourself. And other people are going to recognize that. Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm sure most of you listening have probably heard the phrase before, your vibe attracts your tribe. And I believe that this is so true that we're actually going to spend this entire episode talking about it. But of course, with an astrological twist, as we do on this show. One of the most amazing things about social media is that we have this amazing, unprecedented ability to find people who are like-minded, who are like us, which we might not be able to do nearly as easily in the city we live in locally. And being able to have these conversations where we can talk about the things we actually love and the things we actually truly care about with others who are also into those same things is amazing. This is something that is naturally going to happen the more you show up and share who you are and what you like and what you're going through online if you do it often enough so that people can build a relationship with you. Like for me, if I'm showing up talking about astrology and finding your soul purpose every single day, I'm eventually going to attract others who also love talking about astrology and who want to know more about finding their sole purpose, right? That's exactly how I went from literally zero followers, which is how everyone starts, to however many I have today, is just by at first having this one-way conversation about the things I'm interested in with absolutely no one, yet pretending that it wasn't no one, And then eventually that number grew and grew the more I kept talking about it, which I didn't really mind continuing to do because I love it so much. And that is really the key here. If you share what you love, you're not going to want to stop or give up even when it seems like no one is listening. You might be disheartened by the fact that no one is listening, but you're going to keep wanting to do it because it's fun for you. And marketing, which is essentially talking about what it is you do in a way that will appeal to others, is such a humongous part of running a business. So it's really important to find a way you love to show up and share so that you can make it a regular thing and become this consistent force in your audience's feeds so that they can come to depend on you as a trusted resource. But if you're feeling frustrated trying to nail down who you're here to help or who your audience even is, there's another way to understand who those people are that you would most enjoy serving and talking to, in other words, your tribe, with astrology. 
And that is by looking at your moon sign, believe it or not. The idea here is that your moon sign describes what makes you feel the most fulfilled. It's what your happiness is tied to. It's what makes you feel safe and secure and connected to yourself. And so if whatever that is, is something that fulfills you, it will also be fulfilling for you to help other people with it and continuously want to show up talking about it and helping people with it because it already matters to you so much. And you can also empathize with them over not having it and the negative effects not having it has had on you when you haven't had it. What I'm saying might sound like a crazy puzzle right now. So if you're wondering what it is, that is going to depend on you and where your moon sign is, as well as which house it's in, which is how you can get the full picture of what I'm talking about here. So let's break this down a lot more. When people have asked me in a reading or in last year's mastermind, for example, how do I know who my offerings are even for? I always recommend looking to your moon. Let's get an example going here. My moon is in Pisces in my third house of social networking, as I've shared on the show many times before. And that means that what fulfills me the most is being able to spread messages or to have deep conversations with people that will inspire and uplift them to believe in themselves and the magic of the world. Right? This is exactly what I do, whether it's on this podcast, on my social media feed, in readings, and even in the way I deliver some of my longer form offerings, like Cosmic Career Blueprints or Custom Yearly Forecasts. They're all broken down in a way that takes something complicated and makes it easier for people to understand and become inspired by, which also fits in with this Pisces in the third house situation. And because sharing inspiring messages and ideas that connect people to their soul is something that fulfills me, then my ideal audience would consist of people who want to hear inspiring messages that help them believe in themselves or the magic of the world, right? So then I could ask myself from there, who needs to be inspired? Why aren't they inspired? What would inspire them? And judging by the nature of my work as a career astrologer, which I decided on by looking at the rest of my chart, It's probably going to be people who aren't happy with their job or the work they're doing in the world, or they're just looking for more magic and meaning in their lives through a deeper connection with their soul purpose. Another part of having my moon in Pisces in the third house of social networking is that I would also be incredibly unfulfilled if I wasn't able to connect with others around me to talk about the things that really matter. So that means I can empathize with people who feel like no one around them understands who they really are or what really matters to them, or they don't have anyone in their life who supports their vision or their dreams, or not enough people anyway. And I've definitely talked to a lot of people over the years who are into the woo-woo spiritual stuff, but they don't really have a community of people in their everyday life who share that interest with them where they live. Or maybe they do, 
but they're still seeking inspiration to bring the spiritual side of things or of themselves into their career or the process of expanding their career. So there are a lot of different ways you can look at this, and it's not going to be possible for me to lay out every single possible scenario in this episode because there are so many different combinations we can each have. But I would like to do a quick overview of a few more moon sign combinations and how they could translate into who you're here to serve, just to help kind of get your gears turning using some examples from last year's Mastermind members. Marina Lynn Conley of The Slow Life Solution has her moon also in Pisces. However, it's in her fourth house of home, family, and long-term security. So for Marina, her happiness is really tied to her sense of comfort, safety, and soul connection within her environment. Because I also like to think of the fourth house as being likened to creating a sacred space. And her brand, The Slow Life Solution, is all about taking that time for yourself to create a sacred container for how you want to feel. Whether it's having a morning ritual where you give yourself a moment to tune in and unplug and listen to your inner knowing for a while or choosing to live a slower life in general that allows you to feel more connected rather than rushing around all the time. So because this vibe is so important to Marina, it's also something that she naturally wants to help other people with. And that's why her audience or her tribe that her vibe is attracting would be people who are also craving a deeper emotional connection with themselves within their personal environment. Lauren Poppins is a tax accountant turned business astrologer who focuses her work around automation in order to help you set up financial and tech systems that'll work best for you based on your chart and also will help you cut down on the amount of work you need to do to keep your business humming along smoothly. With her moon in Virgo, in her 10th house of career and higher calling, it's important to Lauren to have systems, plans, and schedules that support her in her work in the world. So it's only natural that she'd want to use her attention to detail and her knack for sorting out where there might be a kink in someone's business process to help others fine-tune their strategy for success in their careers, too. This is why she's not some standard run-of-the-mill astrologer. She wants to use astrology in a really practical way that provides a tangible improvement to her clients' everyday lives and work that will help them streamline their workflow in a really practical way. And so again, because this is what's important to her, it's also what is going to fulfill her the most when it comes to helping other people. And finally, Jennifer Gogwen is a jewelry designer at Tula Rashi Designs, where she makes custom mala necklaces and bracelets based on your astrological birth chart, which is super cool. And Jennifer has her moon in Libra in her sixth house of daily work and wellness, 
which means that having a sense of beauty, balance, peace, and harmony in her daily lifestyle is really, really important to her. So in creating jewelry with crystals and stones that go with someone's astrological placement, she is also helping others to create more harmony in their daily lives because they're able to adorn themselves and wear something that helps them attune their energy on a daily basis. Her audience or her tribe then would be people who want to experience more beauty and harmony in their daily lives. And one of the things she talks about when she does a custom piece for someone is why she chose the crystals and stones she did for that person and the energetic effect it's meant to have on them to help them feel more balanced and in tune. I hope this is making sense. Now, just because Jennifer has her moon in Libra in the sixth house of daily work and wellness doesn't automatically mean that she's meant to make astrological jewelry that balances your energy. But tying that in with the rest of her chart and her interests and experiences, all together it creates the full picture of her calling. So the way knowing your moon sign and house becomes such a valuable tool for marketing is that you're able to empathize and, in other words, get into the hearts and minds of how people might be feeling if they are out of balance or out of harmony with themselves in Jennifer's situation. Or for Marina, she can empathize with people who feel like their life is just moving too fast leaving them little time to honor themselves. Or for Lauren, she can empathize with people who feel like their work is totally out of order and chaotic, and they have too many things going on that are disorganized. And so these are some examples on how you could use your moon sign to speak directly to the people who you're happiest to help, which is the real key here. I mean, who wants to start a business helping people do something you don't even enjoy doing. And this is where we come back to that phrase again, your vibe attracts your tribe. When you're doing something you love, you're going to be happier, right? You're going to be more creative. You're going to be more in tune and in the flow with yourself. And other people are going to recognize that. So another part of using your moon sign to attract your tribe is by making sure that you yourself have a solid foundation to provide yourself with the circumstances you need to feel fulfilled first and foremost. Because your moon sign, like I was saying, is what your happiness is tied to. And that means that not having it will make you unhappy and unfulfilled and low vibe. I think this is a really perfect topic to be talking about in February which I like to think of as self-love month, because we can't fully show up and serve others unless we've taken the time to show up for ourselves. For example, going back to me and my moon in Pisces in the third house of social networking, this doesn't mean I'm just like this endless well of inspiration that I can just spew out through my writing and graphics or whatever else 24-7. I have to be the one to fill that well first. And that's why I'm always reading books or maybe even like five books. And I'm always taking classes and really making sure that I feel thoroughly inspired 
so that I can then pass that on to others. Even when I do meditations, I picture this beautiful white light filling me up so that I can radiate that out to others. So not only can your moon sign describe who your ideal audience is and what to say to them to appeal to their emotions, but it also describes what you can do to raise your vibe so that those people will also want to be around you more. Am I saying that you can only be successful if you're happy all the time or that your posts all need to be super positive and upbeat every single time? No, definitely not. Not everyone's brands are meant to show up that way, that's for sure. What I am saying is that you can't pour from an empty cup, right? We've heard this a million times before. But it's true because you can't expect to have this resilience to show up day after day and keep giving unless you've been giving to yourself. Ideally, marketing is really 80% about giving value and 20% about what you want to receive in return, i.e. the pitch, the call to action, the pricing. So when you create the circumstances in your own life that make you feel fulfilled enough to be giving 80% value, you'll be more freed up to do more to help fulfill others and to share more value with your audience. Now, chances are you're probably wondering what your own moon sign means and how to translate what I'm saying into your life and work. Since there are approximately 144 possible combinations of moons, signs, and houses, and not to mention how completely different the rest of your charts can be, going into every possible scenario in this episode just isn't realistic, but I do want to recommend a few of our past episodes that can help you piece this together for yourself if you're totally new to astrology. First of all, you will need to look up what your moon sign and house are by getting a copy of your birth chart. You can get this totally for free with a super quick Google search for a free birth chart. You can get it from astro.com by going to free horoscopes and then go down to drawings and calculations and then there's a link to natal chart, comma ascendant. Or you can order a beautiful custom design of your birth chart from us at soulshineastrology.com slash birthchart. And then you'll just want to see where the moon symbol falls in terms of which zodiac sign it's in and which house it's in. From there, there are two different episodes where I've broken down for you what all of the zodiac signs mean and what all of the houses mean. And of course, this is information you can also get from an astrology report. But in episode 8, which is called The Zodiac Signs and Their Superpowers, I go through each of the zodiac signs and explain what type of energy they exude with the help of other fellow listeners who actually are those signs or have those signs, which is one of the most fun episodes to put together ever. And then in episode 10, which is called Finding Your Monthly Focus, I explain what the houses are and what each of them signify. So that's one way you can better understand your moon sign and how to use it in your work. 
And another way is to become a member of the 2020 Cosmic Boss Mastermind, where we talk a lot about using your unique astrology chart and translating your natural energy flow into doing business in your own way, in a way that feels best and works best for you. Not only do we talk about nailing down your ideal audience and your messaging, but I'll also help you figure out your mission statement and how to write an effective Instagram bio. We talk about pricing your work and cultivating a healthy money mindset, which is huge. We talk about writing sales pages to sell your offerings most effectively and how to put together your overall marketing strategy across many different channels. We talk about streamlining your social media posts, and all of these things are done using your astrology chart for guidance. We also go into using astrology for your business in terms of business planning and maximizing your productivity and promoting the right offerings at the right times. We talk about showing up as a leader and gaining respect in your field while building the trust of a community of people who can't wait to hear from you. And we do all of these things in a way that combines the spiritual with the practical how-to side of things. As of the time that this episode is being released, we're about a month away from closing applications. So if you're interested in getting on board with the Mastermind, which is offered only once per year, you can get all of the details at soulshineastrology.com mastermind. And with that, I hope you've enjoyed this super short episode and that it's given you some interesting insights you can take with you into determining who your ideal audience is and how to speak to and work with them in a way that fulfills both of you in a very mutual way by paying attention to how your vibe attracts your tribe. You can find all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, including the links for all of the lovely ladies and their businesses who have kindly allowed me to use them and their moon signs as an example for this episode. Thanks again to Marina, Lauren, and Jennifer for that by going to soulshineastrology.com slash episode 77. For more information on astrology reports, resources, and classes to help you unlock your cosmic calling and to sign up to receive my weekly and monthly forecasts, check out soulshineastrology.com. You can also follow along elsewhere by searching for Soulshine Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling on iTunes. And if you screenshot your review and email it to info at soulshineastrology.com, you'll receive a code to get 10% off a Cosmic Career Blueprint or a custom yearly forecast. In our next episode, I'm chatting with Molly Makito about her work as an Akashic Records practitioner and how we can actually mine our records to find hidden soul gifts from past lifetimes.